Welcome to the Tribe Archipelago podcast. Interviews and inspiration for photographers. Whatever you're doing right now, whether it's editing your recent session, headed out for a shoot, or just hanging out at your favorite coffee spot, we're glad you're here. Thanks for joining us today. On behalf of Tribe Archipelago, I'm your host, Sean Morton. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I'll be talking with John Cruz. John Cruz is a portrait photographer based out of San Francisco, California. While he also works as a full-time graphic designer, he is fast becoming a well-known and sought-after fashion photographer working the Bay Area, Los Angeles, and beyond. We'll chat about the planning involved in working with a creative team, building a network with models and modeling agencies, and even dive into how John has taken aerial photography to a whole new level by shooting New York and San Francisco from a helicopter. It's a great conversation, so let's get started. John Cruz, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Very good, very good. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Listen, um, first, to get started, just give us a bit of an idea of... Uh, where you're at and uh, what you're up to. Like, tell us a little bit about uh, about you and, and where you work and uh, what you do. Okay. Um, I'm based in San Francisco, California. Um, during the week, I'm a graphic designer for a web company in Mountain View, California. And on the weekends and on vacation, um, I take portraits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, that's as simple as it gets. Yeah, pretty much. Um, my, my photography is basically like a real part-time side gig, um, a serious okay. hobby for now, but um, I'm enjoying the process and I'm, I'm really glad that you guys asked me to be on this podcast because I, I love listening to others talk about their craft and it's super inspirational. Nice. And how did your, your journey into photography begin for you? Like where, how did you get into this? Um, it, 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 began about four years ago. Um, I pretty much wanted to just um, start a new hobby. And I picked either playing guitar, because I love acoustic music, or, or photography. And after a few months, photography was just the path of least resistance. I just gravitated to towards it more. Um, the guitar kind of fell away. And um, But yeah, after, since, since then, um, I've been shooting a lot more networking with a lot of creatives, talking to you and other people from Tribe. And um, it's been life-changing. Um, yeah, the last four years have gone by in a blur, and um, I can't wait to see what happens next. Very cool, very cool. Well, listen, your work is 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 phenomenal, so it's pretty amazing to hear that. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. I mean, you know, to, to go from just sort of picking up uh, four years ago to where you are now, it's, uh, it's inspiring to see, uh, I'm sure for a lot of, and for a lot of people to hear. Um, so a lot of what you do is, is, I guess you would call, um, uh, fashion portraiture or, or work, you know, working with, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. models. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Cause I, I know from your work, a lot of the stuff you do is, is, is work through, uh, working with model agencies. So, mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about the steps in, in maybe setting up, uh, uh, some of these shoots that you're doing. 
Okay. Uh, um, in the beginning, though, I, I tend to basically ask Instagram models, people that just want content for their page. And as I evolved, um, I talked to some of my photographer friends, and they were actually contacting agencies um, to test test with their models. It's what it's what um, agencies do to lend models to photographers for for you know to update their portfolio, and photographers get the photos as well. And um, you get to work with makeup artists, hairstylists, and wardrobe specialists. Um, as far as me, yeah, I, I think it started. I, I was ready to do that about two years ago, okay. maybe a year and a half ago. Um, uh, an agency actually contacted me, and um, we just set up a shoot, and they love my work. And ever since then, I've been emboldened to ask more agencies um, if I could, you know, test with their models and um, give them high-quality photos so that I would work with them some more. And hopefully it leads to some um, paying gigs in the future. But right now, I'm pretty much just building bridges as far as me contacting agencies and them liking my work and them knowing how it is to work with me. So that's, that's what I'm building right now. That's very cool. Um, and, and that's kind of a unique perspective. Uh, and it's, I think it's good for a lot of people to hear too, uh, because you, you do work, like you said, as a full-time graphic designer. So mm -hmm. I think that gives you a bit of luxury maybe in, uh, you know, being able to pick and choose, the work that you want to do as opposed to someone who maybe feels obliged to just take on anything. Right. Def definitely. It's been, it's been a conversation. I have friends that do photography full time and, um, much, much props to them because it's hard. It's hard being, yeah. um, a freelance photographer. Um, with me, I already have a full time job. I could use that as a, you know, a fallback. Um, right. the photography is just basically me expressing myself and just, having fun on the weekends with, with people that want to collaborate with me. Um, I think last year I only took about three, maybe four paid jobs the whole year. And the rest is just me creating for the sake of creating. So that gives me the luxury of it. But I am sometimes envious of my friends that are freelancers that get to do it for a living. Cause you know, I'm at work already thinking about photo shoots, <laughs> and, but I still got a stack of projects that need to get done. So there's give and take, yeah. but this, this situation right now, Definitely works for me. And I, when you mentioned the whole um, being a graphic designer, I work, I used to work with a gra um, with an advertising agency. And there's a lot of similarities between that and the modeling agency. So okay. um, I guess, I guess contacting them, being professional, since I am dealing with a business now and not just, you know, Instagram um, and taking photos for content. It, it's definitely helped with that letting them know that I am serious that even though they are lending me their models, that their models are in good hands. And I have a team, a professional team, um, to make everyone look good. So that definitely helps. Perfect. Yeah. Actually yeah. you, you do quite a bit of stuff now where it's a, a styled shoot. You're working with, like you said, yes. a team, you've got a, a hairstylist, a makeup artist. Um, is, is there a lot of, is, is it a lot of work for maybe people that don't do that into organizing uh, when you're doing a team team uh, team job. Like yes, that. yes, it's it's. I think every um, yeah, organizing and scheduling everyone right. is is the hardest part because I'm not just dealing with me and the model. I'm dealing with three other people. Yeah, and then having to lock down. Maybe we have a studio, yeah, uh, space or or whatever. But yeah, scheduling I think is the toughest part of this. Everyone's busy. Um, I know the the people I work with have full time jobs full-time jobs too yeah so it's just a matter of just um 
contacting them as early as possible, asking them what days they're free. I'm actually talking to my stylist, Tani, right now um, for a shoot that's happening late March, just so I could kind of nail her down, make sure she's free. So, yeah, I think scheduling-wise is the hardest part of this. But the results speak for themselves, though. If everyone winds up getting together and creating um yeah magic happens uh, my my work has definitely evolved like a hundred times better than in a short amount of time because i am working with such talented people so yeah um it is a lot of hard work but it's worth it and i yeah. think a lot of photographers can definitely like relate to that like yeah. it's worth it's worth the trouble how did you go about setting up a team so are you constantly working with the same hairstylists and makeup artists or or, or does that um, fluctuate a little bit as far as networking it's kind of ha- it kind of happened organically at okay. least my me and my stylist we we kind of collaborated on a group shoot um she wasn't my stylist at the time but we became friends and you know she she's ultra talented so i make sure to work with her as often as i can everyone else um my makeup artist and my hairstylist, um, they've worked with other people too. So I would ask them if they, you know, if they like my work and if they want to work with me. So it's basically just um, networking. And that's yeah. where Instagram comes in because uh, most of my networking is through direct messaging. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy how Instagram basically is my second like messaging app. That's very cool. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, no, um, it, it's it's definitely happened organically, and I tend to use people that my friends have used, so there's a little bit of connection there. Right. So they know me from them, and you know, um, yeah, that's pretty much how I try to um, get a group together. Very cool. Um, as far as models, um, they either hit me up through direct messages, or I uh, send them a message, or I even go through their agent if there's an agent on their bio uh i would go through them to make it a little official to make it more official that way um but yeah um instagram basically is what i look at most of the time and it's pretty sad but yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah it's the world we live in now oh it is yeah 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 yeah, definitely you you kind of mentioned something uh, a couple minutes ago about you know maybe you're a little bit envious of your you know freelancer friends that are doing Mm -hmm. this full-time do you do you see yourself uh, maybe down the road transitioning to do to doing it full time? Like I, I know right now you you're enjoying where you are, you know, being able to shoot creatively on your own mm-hmm. time and without really that pressure of of uh, working full time. Do you, mm-hmm. what, what what do you see yourself going with with your photography? Do you do you see any changes on the horizon? I'm I'm not counting it out for sure. Um, okay. If something happens and someone offers me uh, an opportunity of a lifetime, I'll take it. I just think now at my age, I'm a little older um, now. Um, I like that that safety blanket of having a you know a, a paycheck every other sure. week. Yeah. Um, and that kind of frees me up to just be creative and do whatever with my photography. Um, if if someone gives me a budget and says, "Hey, go to town," and I we just need these kind of shots, I'll do it for sure. Cool. <laughs> um, nice. Um, and that's the dream because I've had I've had photographer friends that would have brands fly them to different parts of the world to shoot content, and they would pay them their daily rate, um, yeah. their airfare, everything is inclusive. So I would love to do that. But as far as pursuing a full time photography career, 
Um, that's not in the cards at the moment, but I'm not okay. counting it out. Yeah. I'm not counting it. I love the safety blanket. And it's just, I've been working full time for, wow, for as long as I can remember. So it's kind of hard to just suddenly be like a freelancer. Yeah. Um, and I am envious of some of my freelancer friends because they really do get to do what they love on a daily basis. But I know it's not easy. Yeah, it's it's sure. not easy. And just trying to make ends meet, um, especially here in L.A. where I shoot a lot in San Francisco, too, where I'm based at. It's it's hard because there is a lot of photographers. There's a lot of talent. So, yeah, you have to differentiate yourself to, to make a good living yeah. in California. So right now, um, if something comes along, I think about it. Right. <laughs> but I'm pretty comfortable where I am at right now cool. being able to just create. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Listen, um, tell us a little bit about. Uh, what it's like working with you so when I, when i look at your photos everything seems very natural and and, and i know mm. you're working with models a lot and that helps right like someone who knows mm-hmm. how to you know uh, pose naturally in front of the camera but what are you the kind of guy that you know is, is giving a lot of direction or, or what, what's what's a shoot with john cruise like well that's uh, that's one of the things I love about working with professional models because they usually know their angles. They yeah. know, you know, where the hand placement, arm placement. With me, I basically just let them do their thing. Uh, cool. I definitely want them to express themselves for sure. Yeah. I don't pose people. I just give them direction. If anything, I just tell them to look this way, sure. that way, um, chin up, chin down. That's a lot. I say that a lot. But other <laughs> than that, yeah. I let the models pretty much go express themselves however they see fit and it shows because i i really want the set to be relaxed atmosphere you know Mm -hmm. i don't ever want it to be too serious um even if we are shooting some intimate lingerie stuff i don't want it to be too sexy i guess i just i want to make sure they have fun very cool uh back to the the planning a little bit uh i think i read somewhere you you talk about using mood boards uh oh yes when you're planning shoots is that something you do with your team specifically Yes. Tell us about uh, how you how you use that in in the planning process. As uh, that actually came about my graphic design um, background because yeah. sometimes we would have a project and we'd kind of have to come up with ideas, and that's where mood boards come in. It could be super abstract, just colors and textures. Yeah. Other times it could be really literal. Um, when I started photography, I, I I don't remember the photographer, but he would use me, mood boards as a way to just tell people the team what he's looking for if it's a beach shoot he'll have different photos of beach shots just so everyone on the team knows what they're in for if it's a sunset shoot he'll have a lot of sunsets maybe um poses examples of poses the model's going to do wardrobe so it just it's a quick visual guide basically so everyone's on the same page and i'm really really um adamant about that just so it's just less stress everyone knows what they're in for when they shoot with me so yeah it, it just makes everything stress-free and it's worked um a lot of people have actually told me that um it's rare that they get mood boards and i'm huh. like it's sh- a photographer should just do that especially if they're working with a team yeah just so everybody could be on the same page and everything goes smoothly and um it is just a guide it's not like a hard uh, a hard um inspiration as far as making sure we get the same pose that's on the mood board it's just a, a visual guide so that everyone knows what to expect yeah and right. i try to do that for every team shoot just so everyone's on the same page super smart idea for sure yeah. i mean like yeah. you said it's well i mean the name says it all it sets the mood that you're you're looking for you know even if you're not taking it literally looking through your work i i've seen you done like really fantastic portrait stuff there's a couple things that for me stood out uh okay 
did you rent a chopper to do oh. aerial shots? Because you've got pictures <laughs> yeah. from the air of like San yes. Francisco and New York City, if I'm not wrong, right? Is that right? Yes. Okay. So before before the whole portrait photography kind of took a hold of me, I, I used to take photos of landscapes around okay. San Fran- the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. And um, some of my photographer friends actually, you can rent a helicopter for a, for a maybe an hour, an hour and a half to fly around um, the San Francisco Bay. And I actually did that. And it was great. It was nerve wracking at first (laughs) because you're in an aluminum plastic bubble with just you and the, (laughs) and the pilot. And, you know, (laughs) they, they give you like a seatbelt, like a car seatbelt. And that's basically it. And, (laughs) and, you know, takeoffs and landings were a little sketchy, but once you're in the air and you got the camera to your face, you kind of just forget about it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, as long as you you have the right settings on your camera, um, you can pretty much take photos of anything. And yeah, it's just it's it's crazy being up there and just having the windows are off, obviously, and you can take yeah gorgeous photos of everything. But yeah, I, I did that a few times. And usually, if I'm at an iconic city like New York, yeah, um, I I try to actually just book a flight and just to go up and just take shots from up above. Because I, I mean, I have been taking a lot of portraits and fashion fashion photography but i do miss doing landscapes sometimes yep i just haven't had the time if, if there is a break in between doing fashion photos i'd love to go back to it but aerial photography is another thing if uh, if you could ever do that <laughs> just once <laughs> yeah i mean i definitely recommend it yeah I, I definitely recommend it just once to anyone that wants to try it because it's literally life-changing i i love doing it. i think i've gone up five oh wow six times yeah the one in new york uh it, the weather really looked gloomy and ugly, so I definitely want to redo that. But okay. it was a great experience, though. The president was um, in New York City at that time, so we were even restricted. <laughs> yeah. we, we got restricted with airspace, so right. we couldn't go to all the parts. Yeah, uh, it yeah. was it was just a bad. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm definitely thinking about doing that again. When you I need to take two for sure. York. I need to yeah. take two. Yeah. yeah, it was. I actually booked a sunset, a sunset uh, photography tour, yep. aerial photography tour, and it just, it was just rainy and cloudy, and uh, then we, our airspace was limited. So it just, yeah, it was bad. I definitely need to redo that again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to New York uh, in November. Oh, you and, are. Okay. And and seeing those shots, it's like I'm gonna look at that. Should, I'm gonna check you it should. out. I could give yeah. you after this interview. I could give you the link. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. Nyon <laughs> Air. It's not exactly cheap, but it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. They took an hour for safety training, which yeah. is something I've never had anyone do before, <laughs> and it it makes you just like appreciate it because yeah, yeah, it's they have a five point harness. Sure. They literally let you take your feet out. Yeah. Like, you know, you could have your feet out sticking out of the helicopter so you could take yeah. shots of it. But I'll send you their their profile page and I, cool. I, you should do it if you can. It's <laughs> worth cool. it for sure. Are you going soon? Uh, November. So November. Okay. Later. Ooh, yeah. That's winter. Okay. Yeah. That might be tough. Uh, I live in Canada. <laughs> I live in Canada. It's that's going to oh, be like okay. super yeah. warm for me. <laughs> that's down true. There. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, so any any cool projects coming up for you in the future? Um, well, right now, my stylist and I are planning uh, a rooftop shoot. That's the oh, plan. Nice. I sent her a mood board. And right now, before I was talking, I was looking at uh, models that I'd like to shoot with. So I'm yeah. actually typing up some emails and, and DMs to send just to see who's interested. So cool. um, and uh, other than that, nothing major. Um, I am going back to L.A. Most of my photo shoots are in L.A. because the talent okay. yeah. that, I, that I want to work with are there and the network that I 
organically built up is over there. So I'll be going back at the end of March nice. um, to shoot and hang out and create. So, nice. But nothing big, nothing too big. Yeah. Very cool. One, one other question I always like to ask, sure. uh, uh, it's just about who inspires you? So who do you look up to, whether it's a photographer or, or somebody totally out, outside of the industry? Where, where do you go for inspiration? One of my biggest inspirations uh, as, a, uh, as a photographer yeah. is uh, Victor Valencia. Okay. Luke, Luke Ali. He's awesome. We, we became really good friends the last couple of years, and he's a constant in- inspiration. And I consider him a mentor because I actually asked him, about on the business side of photography, dealing with agencies and all that. So I definitely look up to him and his work is gorgeous. Nice. Yeah, he, he definitely has a style that he's perfected and he's he, he's actually a talented, uh, he's in a band too. So huh. there's, yeah, he's ultra talented, really cool guy. And I definitely look up to him and his photography for sure. Very cool. Um, yeah, definitely. Awesome, cool. And Did- some of the tribe people too, Lucy Yu. You have, oh man, I love your portraits and your landscapes. Lucy's family, oh man, I can't remember her last name. Lucy Steiner? Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, her family portraits, I love her yeah. stuff. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, Emily, sure. Emily, I love her um, portraits as well. Yeah. Just a tribe family for sure. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. I, I follow a lot of you guys and sometimes I'd just be scrolling and I'd have to go, wow. Like, <laughs> It's it's you guys are de- a definite inspiration for me. Oh, that's for that's sure. amazing. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a cool community in there, and and, yes. and like we yes. we talked about earlier, I think you and I are, are in there every day, and and we're just kind of blown away by the talent. Uh, oh yeah, uh, and I love display, having so. new members come in and just yeah. seeing their work. It's it's just a constant. It's it's a great group. Cool. I, I love you guys, so I'm yeah. really glad you guys picked me, and yeah. I'm glad to be part of the tribe. It's awesome. It's yeah, been a well, couple yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're awesome. we're stoked to have you uh, as part Thank of it, you. and and super excited that you, John, that you came on the the podcast today. It was really awesome to to chat with you and get to know you a little bit and uh, and how you work. So so listen, thank you so much uh, again for for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks so much, John. I appreciate you asking me, and um, yeah, def- definitely love talking to you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, thanks, John. Thanks. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about John Cruz, please check out the links in the show notes at tribearchipelago.com slash podcasts. Did you know that for every Tribe Archipelago preset purchased, that one tree is planted? Your generosity has resulted in literally thousands of new trees being planted across our globe through our partnership with the One Tree Planted program. We are passionately committed to preserving our planet and are grateful to our amazing community for their support. Please visit our website, tribearchipelago.com, for more details on this and other ways we are giving back for future generations of artists. Please subscribe and let us know what you love about the podcast by leaving us a review on iTunes. Thanks again. Until next time.